Let us remember, one book, one pen, one child, and one teacher can change the world. Malala. Hello, friends. It's my pleasure to welcome you to Inside the Writer's Cafe. I'm Cheryl Nason. Our show features not only the hottest authors, but we also like to introduce you to exciting new authors, and we talk to them about their latest projects. My guest today is Mickey Mongoya Alarcone, and she's joining me to talk about her novel, The In-Between Times. Mickey was a naval nurse stationed at Great Lakes Naval Station in Great Lakes, Illinois, during the Vietnam conflict. Currently, she's a nurse educator at the College of Southern Nevada, where she obtained her professorship. She has a Master's of Arts in Negotiation and Conflict Management, a Master's of Nursing Science and Education, and is presently teaching mental health nursing and professional topics online for College of Southern Nevada. In 2013, she received the Strathmore Who's Who Award as Professional of the Year in Nursing Education. She published her first book, Mickey's Menagerie, in October of 2013. Mickey, welcome. Hello. Thank you for uh, inviting me. You know, writing a book is no small task. And you have a very interesting story about where this novel began. Would you share that story with our listeners? I sure will. Um, I actually started writing this book in 1992 when I was living in Hollywood, California, and I was actually on jury duty. Um, and since I had, I was like an hour and a half from my job, I ended up staying at the courthouse for the entire week of jury duty. I read a fantasy novel and I thought, oh, I can do this. <laughs> and so I sat down and I had my notebook. I brought in a um, pad and I started writing. And the book, I I got the title because I was just thinking about how this character might travel through time where she knew who she was, but no one else did. That was the other characters in the book. So that's kind of how the idea started. I love it. And you and I both know that people listening to us have had those very thoughts, but they've never perhaps gone ahead and carried through with it. Congratulations on having the idea and then going ahead and really do it. How long did it take you to finish the novel? Well, I ended up in 1992 starting it, and I did six chapters during that period of time, and I ended up leaving those six chapters until about 2015. So it took me that long of getting back to writing the book and having more um, ideas about how to further the character along. And I would write a little bit here and a little bit there, and I finally completed it in 2016. Let's give our listeners an overview of what the book's about, Mickey. Okay. Um, now, my character, I call her Shayla, um, and is very beautiful, mysterious girl. And she has long black hair with brilliant green eyes that look like shiny emeralds. Um, she learns to love and appreciate the man who 
found her and sort of raised her, um, thinking that he was her father, when in reality, it wasn't. And so what happens is she goes to sleep, and many times she'll wake up in a different um, scenario, a different uh, place. She's called a different person. She remains the same, but the characters are different. Um, she even looks different in each of these different um, times. And so that's where I got the in-between time. It was this in-between time where she really didn't know what was going on. And so it's how the, the book progresses to find out who she really is. It sounds like a magical plot. Yes. And fantasy um, is one of my favorite genres. I, I mean, I just love it, um, such as I love R.A. Salvador, and I had the biggest fortune of meeting him at a book signing, and he really encouraged me to continue writing, and that was kind of the, the spark that lit the fire to finish this book. What's your process so, like when you write, Mickey? Do you... Do you see the characters in your head? Is it like a movie that starts? How how does your writing process work? What do you do? I actually, I close my eyes and I sort of meditate. And then I see scenarios in my head and I start writing them down. And when I'm writing them down, I have to write everything. I I can't do anything by just typing it out or just recording it. I have to handwrite things for it to really flow well. And then I can go back in and I make changes here and there. I add pages. I mean, my books that I have, the handwritten notebooks, I have asterisks all over the place (laughs) where I where I kind of insert things and I go to maybe 10 pages down and I finish a thought because sometimes when I'm um, rereading things, I remember something else and I add to it. So that's kind of my writing process. And then once I've written a portion, then I go and I put it on my, my flash drives and, um, and then I just keep adding to it until I complete the process. So that's kind of how my writing process works. And I kind of do the same thing when I'm recording lectures or, or um, writing, writing papers for when I was in school. It's kind of the same process I've always used. The creative process is interesting, isn't it? It is. I mean, it, it really is. It, you, you think to yourself, where does this come from? And there's really no answer to the question. (laughs) Any advice? Any advice for any would-be author out there who perhaps has said to themselves, I could write a book, but has never quite gotten started? Oh, yes. I would say, like what I do, you get a thought. Keep a notebook. Um, Write that thought down. Same way with dreams. You never know what can happen with someone's dreams. And so if you can remember a portion of the dream, you write that down immediately and you can expand on it and use your imagination. Um, all of us have an imagination, and I think we kind of lose it as we get to the adulthood. 
And um, I would just really stress to to go ahead and use that imagination. Um, don't listen to negativity. I was never supported in my writing. And so it took me a long time to get involved and really do something and figure that maybe maybe I had something that I could pass on or or a story maybe that no one had heard before. So that's always the thing that I tell people. Stick with the positive. Write your, your thoughts down, and you never know. It may become a complete novel. You know, I couldn't agree with you more. The advice that you give is so solid, and I think often people will do exactly what you said. You know, they may start something, and then they think, oh, nobody would be interested in this. But go ahead, finish it, push through it. Your mind has something it wants to say, so let it go ahead and say it. And I'm like you. I'm also a writer as well as an interviewer. And Mm -hmm. when I write, I have to do it with a pad and a pen. There's something that happens between the end of that pen and that paper that goes from, I mean, it's like my head is connected somehow. It's not the same when I try to do it on a computer. I need that, I that know it, pad and paper. Isn't that funny? I know exactly what you mean because that's the same way with me. It, it doesn't flow right if I just sit at a computer and write something. And even back in the day when it was the old-fashioned typewriter, which is what I had when I was growing up as a kid, um, it was. It still wasn't the same. I had to handwrite everything. Did it you just, have an it, audience? Did you have an audience in mind when you were writing the book? Is there some reader that you were thinking about targeting the book for? Uh, anyone who loved fantasy. I mean that that was basically it. Whether they were young, old, middle aged, it didn't matter. I wasn't really thinking of anyone specific but anyone who was in touch with fantasy and science fiction, because, like I said, those are my favorite areas. And I know there are people out there that that don't quite feel the same way about those areas, but I think if they, if they actually read with an open mind, they might enjoy reading something that was a fantasy novel, because it's a time to escape, a time to enjoy yourself, Maybe have a happy time. You're absolutely right. I love the escape. That's one of the reasons I read. I like to go into somebody else's world that somebody else has created. It's fun. Oh, it, it, it's it's marvelous. I mean, uh, last night I was reading the book, and I act, it actually brought tears to my eyes um, because I saw where the character was going. And, um, I mean, I'm getting emotional when I'm reading someone else's writing also. So I kind of hope that someday that that's how people will react or at least get a feeling from my writing. Did you learn anything about yourself as you were writing this book? I think that um, one of the things that I actually learned was that I was better than I thought I was. You know, I, I, I did something good, and I was better than my original thought was. Because I've always thought, well, you know, nobody's going to be interested. Nobody's going to read it. Nobody's going to like it. And so that kind of was 
where I was at. But when I finished it, it was like I was really proud of what I did. And I'm proud of the other book, too. Um, it, just, it just gave me that other incentive to continue. And I've, so I've started a third novel. That was going to be my next question. Did you have a new project? <laughs> What's your third novel like? The third novel is about my nursing career. Um, I've been a nurse for 50 years. And so there have been multiple, multiple changes over the decades. And it's sort of a book that um, goes through the changes that occurred from when I started nursing until the present. So that's kind of where the project is, is I've started the writing of that. Well, I know we've interested our listeners in the book, the time in the in between time. So let's give them some information about where they can find it. Now, I always go to Amazon. That's my go-to site to make sure that it works because I know that there are so many people who buy their books from Amazon. And if I'm going to talk to an author, I want to make sure that their site is going to work and they're going to be able to get to that book. And yours works perfectly. I want to give them the specific title of the book and then spell your name so they'll be able to find it. Okay. The name, just put it in a book search. No, let me do it. Just put it okay. in the book search feature. Put the title of the book. It's The In-Between Time by Correct. Mickey, M-I-C-K-I, Mongoya, M-O-N-G-O-G-N-A, Alarcone, A-L-A-R-C-O-N. And if you just type it in that search feature that Amazon has at the top of their page and click on it, the book comes up and there's a beautiful cover that's an illustration of the main character. And they can click on, look inside, and there's a really nice excerpt of the book. They can buy it on Amazon. They can buy it. There's a Kindle version available as well. Where else could they find the book, Mickey? There's also the www.authorhouse.com, and it clicked up pretty much the same way. Uh, you would do the same search. Um, but I find that most people have the best success with Amazon.com. It does work well, doesn't it? Yes, it does. Yeah. I mean, I use Amazon.com for when I want to find some hard to find books. So I use that too. Mr. Very successfully. Mr. Bezos has done an excellent job with Amazon. It's quite complete. Yes, now, it is. Are you doing any kind of social media? If our listeners wanted to find you, I believe Author House has a website for the book. Is that right? Now that I don't know offhand. Um there is a possibility. I know that when I used the uh, www.authorhouse.com, I found my book um, on that section once I clicked in and had my site. So I believe if anyone wanted to go to, to Author House, they could register, get in there, and the books will show up. I've got one last question. 
when your reader picks up the book for the last time, reads the last chapter, the last few pages, they close the back cover and they put the book down. What do you want them to leave with? Is there a message? Is there something that you want to leave them with? Or did you simply want to entertain them? Well, I did want to entertain, but I think one of the interior messages is if we keep looking, we will find ourselves. Oh, I like that. Thank you, Mickey. It has been such a joy and a pleasure to talk with you today. Thank you for being our guest on Inside the Writer's Cafe. And thank you again for having me, Cheryl. Our time is up, and we'd like to thank you for yours. We hope you'll join us next time on Inside the Writer's Cafe. And until then, remember, pick up a good book and read.